Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome back to Thoughts, Feelings, Emotions. I'm your host, Dan Well, I'm joined with you, as always, with our excellent K-host, Danny Fancom. Boo. You are right there? Yes. Yes, I am. I am good. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Thank you. Let's start the podcast off with what the F you've been up to. What have you done in the past week that you would recommend? Um. Well, I've been watching the latest episodes of Invincible and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Still enjoyable. Um. And I have watched, finally, The New Mutants. Any good? I enjoyed it, to be honest. I don't know why. It is not a great film. Um. But it's overall enjoyable. Um. I think low expectations serve it well. But honestly, I had a lot of fun with it for no particular reason. Was it enjoyable um, for the right reasons? Yeah, for some odd reason. Oh, okay, that's fine. Like, there's some dumb stuff in it. I think it got cut to hell because they had it got delayed continuously and continuously, so they had to cut around the fact that the actors like outgrew their roles and stuff. Um, mm. It's clunky in places, but honestly, I I I overall enjoyed it. I don't know why. I wouldn't. <laughs> I I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd recommend it to people to watch. But if you're looking for something dumb and fun, it kind of is that. But yeah, overall that. And then the actual movie that I would I would recommend to everyone: Godzilla vs Kong. Fucking love that movie. Great movie. I didn't realize it came out until I saw um, on my TV yesterday. I was like, oh yeah, watch now. I was like, what? Yeah, fucking loved it, man. Big monkey versus big lizard. Fucking cracking down on each other. Human characters never need to give a shit about them. But <laughs> it's just big monkey versus big lizard and it gives you the big lizard versus the big monkey fight that you always wanted is it on any streaming service in the uk or did you pay for it uh paid on it oh, uh, right, paid amazon 15 pound 99 oh wow yeah so <laughs> <laughs> mm. but i i get my money's worth out of it because of my tv size and all that and it and it, it, for whatever reason you can buy the 4k uhd version for the same price as the standard edition hd version so i was like why the fuck would you not buy the 4k version i don't know i mean the film 4k anyway so to have it as a HD version and a 4K version doesn't make any sense because it costs the same money either way. Yeah, so if you're looking to buy it, buy the 4K version even if you don't have a 4K TV because it'll look better. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I'd highly recommend it. I won't spoil it. If Dan ever watches it, we might do a review. Uh, but, big if. Yeah, well, Dan hasn't seen any of the monster movies. <laughs> so, but no, highly recommend it if you want to see a big lizard fight a big monkey. I mean, if that's what you're into, go ahead. What have you been up to? I've not actually watched anything, but I've played the Moss VR game on PlayStation because of the uh, PlayStation Play at Home scheme they're doing at the minute. How was that? Uh, it's all right. It's like a puzzle-esque adventure game. You're not the actual mouse. You're like guiding the mouse, aren't you? Kind of, yeah. You're controlling the mouse. You do control it. it. Yeah. But, but you're then not, like, you use, you're like... Not as, you're not like in the mouse's head and you're not seeing through the mouse's no, eyes. No, no. You're like, you're like a... Um, they call you the reader, so it sets up as like reading a storybook or something. However, it's kind of weird because in the storybook is like, oh yeah, it knows someone's reading the book. It's breaking the fourth wall, Dan. It is. It's, it is a bit strange. Uh, then like you kind of move objects, and then I like, kind of heal the mouse and do that kind of stuff. It's, it's quite good. I, I like puzzle games, so I enjoyed it. And I'm about yeah, pretty start it, and I'm going to carry carry on playing it. So yeah, it's also free to play I... right now. So. I'd, Check it out if you've got a PSVR. Yeah, loads of PlayStation VR games are free at the moment because of that play-at-home thing. Yeah. It's quite good. I need to set my VR headset up again. Just haven't had time. And I don't have the space at the moment. Every Everywhere's a mess. Yeah, and it's um on the, in this game, you have to like, kind of look around so you can like stand up out your chair and then look in like, through the walls and stuff to find things. Yeah, I miss play, play VR. I just don't have the space at the moment. Yeah, I'm, I'm lucky. Um, I have time, I have space for it. 
But I do have space if I move stuff around, but I don't have the time to move it, and I don't um, have anywhere to yeah, push it Yeah, fair enough. To. Anyway. I can do it, but why not? Let's move on to why does this exist? And we only have one topic, and that is billions of cicadas about to swarm big swarves, swaths of the US. I don't know what yep. word is. Is that a word? Swaths? Like areas. I've never heard that word before. I don't know. You're the one who correct, like, auto-changed the headline. But yeah, basically, this time of year, a uh, bunch of uh, mating cycle cycles for uh, cicadas have all synced up. So all of the eggs that they've ha- like laid ages ago are all hatching at the same time, basically. Oh, dear. So... <laughs> Billions and billions of cicadas will erupt from the ground and swarm about uh, for their once every 17 year mating cycle. So 17 years ago, a load of cicadas got plopped into the ground and, <laughs> and now they're all beginning to hatch. And they're loud, they're, they're big, and it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun for the people who have to deal with them. Apparently there'll be trillions of them in the early summer. Um, they are harmless, but they can be very loud. Yeah, and they look disgusting. They do, and apparently they're high in protein, so if you want to eat them, you can get a nice yeah. bit of protein out of them. I wouldn't recommend it. Probably won't they taste like great, little, but... they got reddish, big old bug eyes, and it's like... Yeah, Ugh. I mean, and this diagram is like a size of a reasonable leaf. Leaf. Yeah, but it's all in the uh, eastern part of the US, Is from the look of it, is going to be affected. Um, thank goodness we're in the UK. <laughs> but yeah, if you uh, ever want to listen to like the sound, it's fucking... A massive, like really, really loud. Like, yeah, I know. And like, there's gonna be billions of them. Like, you won't be able to sleep. And like, so you can hear. Dan might even put in a sound clip of how loud they sound if he can find it. Maybe. Wait and see. Find out. <laughs> if if you don't hear it now, then you know he hasn't done it. Fair enough. There we go. Right. But anyway. yeah, big bugs. Big bugs. It's not gonna attack people, but annoy people. Yeah. Try going to sleep with those going around your head. Yeah, I mean, I like noise, but that might be a bit excessive. But that's just one is really loud. Imagine billions of them all in the <laughs> same place. <laughs> it's just going to superimpose and make it really loud. <laughs> yeah, across the entire globe. Not quite, but anyway, let's go on to the headliners section. And we're going to start off with stream that movie news into my head, as we always do. And we've got some casting news to start us off with. And the first one is Obi-Wan Kenobi series is to begin production in April, and they've revealed the cast. Yeah, so we've got Ewan McGregor, obviously. We've got Hayden Christian back as Darth Vader, or Anakin Skywalker. Uh, Moses Ingram. Uh, Joel Edgerton back as um, uh, Uncle Owen. Uh, Bonnie Pisces, I think, is back as Aunt Beru. Because these are all the uh, prequel ones. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's in between uh, episode three and four. Yeah. Some of them we don't know the names of, but you can assume by the people who you actually recognize and stuff that they're Kamal Nanjiani, uh, Idira Varma, oh god, Rupert Friend, uh, Oshi Jackson Jr., Sang- Sung Kang, uh, Simone Kessel, and Benny Safadi. Um, so yeah. I, I recognize some of these people. I've not heard of some of the others, but hey, Star Wars news. So we'll oh, wait and see. Also, it's going to be directed by Deborah Cho, who did some of the uh, the two critically acclaimed episodes of The Mandalorian season one. And oh wow! Okay. Yeah. So she's also a very she's in a, she's done a lot of stuff, Deborah Cho. Um, but she's the, I think the first one of the first female directors of Star Wars now. Is she actually going to like? Is she doing one of the films, or is she doing one? No, I think Patty Jenkins is going to be the first female director for a Star Wars film, but uh, Deborah Chow will be the first like full because I think she's doing every episode of Obi Wan, so she's okay, going to be well. like the the first female director to get like full Star Wars control over a project, 
rather than being just a part of it. I mean, so, I hey, don't good. know any of her um, movies she's done. I don't recognize any of those I ones. don't think she's done movies. I think she she's has, done a lot she of TV. Um, okay, in, I think they're indie films. So you've got The High Cost of Living, Flowers in the Attic, Day Pass, and The Hill, along with some other ones. I think she's done a lot of TV as well, so... Yeah. Uh, she's done a lot of TV show episodes and stuff. Uh, well, Better Call Saul, she's directed some episodes on. Iron Fist. Uh, Iron Fist. American uh, Mr. Robot. Uh, American Gods, bunch of stuff. She's uh, Man in the High Castle, Snowfall, Lost in Space, Jessica Jones, Shut Eye, Fear the Walking Dead, Rain, Iron Fist, Tyrant, The Vampire Diaries, Beauty and the Beast, uh, Murdoch Mysteries, Flowers in the Attic, loads of stuff. She's done a lot of stuff. So. Yeah, it's a bit... I suppose it's the first time she's taken control of the whole project yeah. for a while, and I, mean, I think. From the episodes that she directed in The Mandalorian, she's got a good eye for stuff, so why not? Yeah, I mean, I mean there's also um, Ewan McGregor. Oh, I love Ewan McGregor. So, Just a delight. If the first great. episode of the... If those first lines aren't, hello there, in the episode, then it's just, no, cancel it, get rid of it. It's not worth it. Well, talking about iconic lines, Thor Love and Thunder is to add Russell Crowe to the sequel cast. How is that iconic lines? Uh, um, I thought Thor Ragnarok. Uh, ah, yes. Thor Ragnarok. The classic <laughs> line. <laughs> it's got iconic lines in there. Yeah. But no, uh, yeah, Russell Crowe has been cast in an unnamed role and i mean why not let's just get every big name actor out there in marvel movies i mean i like russell crow i think he's pretty good yeah he's all right he had a bit of a bad reputation in the early days like south park punching all around the world episode because uh. <laughs> he, he was a bit of a brute because he's a, like an aussie and aussies love to punch up yeah of course they do <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I like him. He's a decent actor. Um, not much to say on it, because we don't know what role he's going to be in. He might just be a cameo. He might just pop up for like two seconds. He might be a big part. Ah, who knows? I mean, they've had massive actors just come in for like two seconds of screen time and then just walk off. And it's just like, oh, cool, cool. It's the power of Disney, baby. You've got massive backing accounts of banking just going, hey, look, here's a famous person. You recognize them. They're in it for two seconds, but we paid them millions and millions of dollars to be in this. Like Elon Musk in Iron Man 2. I think he just got to show off his Tesla factory for that. I probably did. He was like, yeah, look at this. (laughs) I'm great. Yeah, now he's just buying Bitcoin, tanking Bitcoin and making money <laughs> off Bitcoin. <laughs> of course he is. Right, talk about other movies that's coming out. Suicide Squad 2 trailers just dropped. Nope, yeah, cut off. Yeah, we got a second Suicide Squad trailer for the same movie. <laughs> uh, basically, it's just a little bit more footage um, showing off some more of the characters and stuff. A bit more of the plot. Overall, it's fine. Yeah. Didn't hate it, didn't love it. I enjoyed the first trailer a bit more. But this trailer wasn't really supposed to be. But the, the only reason why this was like memorable was because it dropped on April 1st. Yeah. And it was like, people were like, oh, it's a prank. No, it was an actual trailer. But it was just like, here's some more footage. But we were releasing it on April Fool's Day to try and trick people into thinking it's not. Yeah. Just yeah. to get some buzz around it. I mean, I still like the soundtrack. It's, it's James Gunn. I like the music anyway. So the cast is great. I, I'm sure. I'm sure it's going to have a great soundtrack. This whole film. If it's better than Suicide Squad, which was trying to replicate Su- um, Guardians of the Galaxy, then it will be fine. It, w- it will be better. It's James Gunn. <laughs> He's directing the film. Yeah. Um. Sadly, though, speaking of not directing films, DC has cancelled New Gods and the Aquaman spin-off, The Trench. Mm. So, sucks to be the directors behind that. Ava yeah. Duvernay and James Wan. Um, yeah, so I think this is D- uh, 
DC going, hey, look, we're not continuing the Snyder stuff. We're not going to, we're just going to focus on our own ones. Uh, they've been talking about how the Flash is going to be the connective tissue to like fix the multiverse and everything. And that the new Robert Pattinson movie is um, going to be Earth 2 rather than current Earth 1 or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, so I think Joker will be like Earth Free or something like Elseworld stuff. So there, I, I was looking forward to the uh, New Gods one. The trench I couldn't give a shit about. Because <laughs> the trench is those mon- those sea monster things from the first Aquaman, and it was just like a horror movie based on those. And I was just like, who cares? Like uh, James Wan is a horror movie director, so I mean he'd probably do an all right job with it. But I- no one cared about the trench sequences in Aquaman. So is the new Suicide Squad? Earth 1 or Earth 2 now? Or are they changing things? Oh, that's all up in the air. I think the Flash is meant to be the connective tissue to make it all make sense if they do try and make it make sense. I mean, that just that's true. The Flash is um, like a multiverse character. He can travel between universes. Yeah. But no, I was looking forward to the new Gods one. Yeah, that, that seemed That good. seemed interesting and different. That was kind of like um, Marvel's uh, Eternals, basically. Yeah. Like old school gods that have been around for ages coming and doing shit and fucking shit up. Would have been and good. And also, though, yeah. I think would have been DC's... Uh, no, it wouldn't have been. Never mind. I was going to say it might have been DC's first um, female-led director, but no, it's the Birds of Prey. What about Wonder Woman? Yeah, that as well. <laughs> <laughs> this has been progressive fuck it <laughs> i forgot i forget i'm a sexist fuck me yeah so wonder woman i was like ages ago yeah first well not even first female superhero movie because um catwoman and electra and all of those other ones true came out but i think wonder woman's been the most successful of all of them uh captain marvel actually captain marvel made I mean, a billion time yeah but captain marvel was the most successful female-led of course it is movie. it's bloody marvel yeah um but yeah fucking warner brothers is just messing with the status that they have and they're just trying to steer themselves away from the snyderverse at this point so yeah and continuing on with the snyderverse Godzilla and Kong gets review bombed by Snyderverse fans and then they got and it immediately removed from IMDb. Yeah, so because Snyder first fans are now have been satiated with Zack Snyder's Justice League, they've uh, now set their sights on restoring the Snyderverse. The sad thing so, is it might actually happen. <laughs> Warner Brothers <laughs> caved in once. They, they they could cave in again. Well, technically, it wasn't Warner Brothers that caved. It was um the parent company who owns um Warner Brothers, uh TNT, AT and T, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. They were the ones who were pushing for the Snyder cut rather than Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers was just trying to move on and didn't want to have any part of it. But AT and T saw the uh monetary value of trying to get people to subscribe up to their streaming service because AT and T is a mobile uh television street like network yeah yeah so they can see the monetary value of owning a streaming service that has content that people want to watch and getting all that warner brothers was like no we've moved on we're doing other stuff nope force you to do it here's his 70 million Zack snyder and also apparently Zack snyder's um justice league hasn't done that well no, you, no looking at the um this is all with a grain of salt because streaming services don't actually release their numbers but this is rough estimates based on like subscriber intake and if every subscriber was um subscribing just for Zack snyder's justice league it went up by like 1.4 million new subscribers um in that time frame between like but then if you calculate that up to how much the subscription costs and how many people you only got like 24 million extra revenue for that month so and 
that's just including if it was only for Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, not including the rest of the world from uh, Sky and shit, but you wouldn't get any money for that because I don't no, know. I can't remember me, who they, they would have paid a little bit towards it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like, unless you're very diehard, there's not much monetary value for Warner Brothers at this point to continue it. Like, people forget that this is a very enclosed environment. Most people didn't even know the Snyderverse existed or the Stack Snyderverse Justice League existed. Like, no. we follow this. That's the thing people forget is we follow this like diehard, like directed. But if you ask anyone in the real world or people who don't follow movies if they knew it, the Zack Snyder's version of Justice League existed, they would tell you no. They wouldn't know why it's existing, all the backstory behind it. Just because you're very clamped in and you know and it's you a vocal see minority. Uh, yeah you got to remember that you're not you're not really monetarily sufficient for warner brothers warner brothers might have looked at it and gone hey there's a, a million tweets calling for the snyderverse to come out but that's a lot of the same people tweeting the exact same thing yeah and so it's it, kind of an echo chamber at this point if you think from like an outsized perspective if you saw the original one it was like oh that was terrible and then you see the new Kirk come out you're like i don't watch a four-hour version of the same film yeah um unless you and you wouldn't know about Zack snyder's tragic daughter passing the way warner brothers treated him the way that all the backstory of like ray fisher like you just people who watch a movie because they want to they're just bored and they want to put something on to watch it they're not going to go and look at a four-hour movie and go i want to watch that yeah, you gotta kind of be a dedicated or like an in the. Uh, and I don't think it was kind of advertised too well either, really. Well, no, they kind of wanted to crush it as well because they were like, "Well, look, it's here. We'll just put it on Warner Brothers. We're not going to have a theatrical release. No one's going to see this except if you have HBO Max." And we, yeah, we like a week after, like before the release, we said, "Oh, here's the rest of the world. How you can get it." So it's not been like they've not been pushing it that much. Exactly. Like fans like, how have. People, how are like, kind of random people going to know about it? I feel like if it was in cinemas and maybe wasn't four hours long. It might have actually got a lot more money. Yeah, but also if you look at it and you go, like, you're just scrolling through Netflix or HBO Max and you don't know about it and you just see Justice League, you'll be like, oh, it's four hours long? Okay, bye. Yeah, or, if yeah. you, or, you, or you see Justice League next to it and you'll go, that one's two hours. Why is this one four hours? And you just scroll past. Like, not everyone is a diehard fan. That's what people forget. So, yeah, Godzilla and King Kong got review bombed because Warner Brothers have been making it clear that they're not going to continue the Snyderverse because they're done no, with they it. Want they want to go and do a something else but snyder fans are very very angry because every time you go on anything that warner brothers posts or hbo you get hundreds of comments going release the snyderverse and it's just targeted harassment at this point and it's annoying <laughs> yeah i mean i hope it'll die down but i wouldn't be surprised if at&t just stopped firing one of other executives again and just yeah. <laughs> to make them do it I, I just don't want it i don't want fans to be the ones that decide what our uh directors do like let directors be directors and if directors want to do the project then let them but like if you hire someone like it's it's the same thing with disney disney hires like loads of star wars directors and then fires them because the 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 vision clashes with what disney wants but let the fucking director do it and if it's bad it's bad like, Ryan Johnson did Last Jedi, and people hate that, but it's a small vocal minority. <laughs> like, very, yeah, yeah. very low. I think Marvel are now a bit more free to do what they want. Yeah. They've seen the success from having it. They're like, yeah, just have free reign. Yeah, you like, Taika Waititi's Full Ragnarok blew up before and made him actually, like, a likable character, and everyone wanted to watch his new movies and everything. And now Full Love and Thunder is, like, one of the most anticipated movies of the Marvel things. Whereas, you look at Full 1 and Full 2, you'd be like, oh, I don't really care. He's good in the Avengers, but I won't go and see his next one. <laughs> yeah, and then James know, Gunn, 
completely new characters and made them like the most loved franchise in Marvel, at least. Black Panther, also heavily uh, director-oriented movie. Like they're doing director-driven films now, and it's working. Like they're still tied into the universe. That's the problem with like getting rid of Edgar Wright uh, for like Ant Man mm. and. They, they want it tied because in at, so more at the time they were heavily like trying to focus it all on tying it in and rather than the director's focus and vision and like Edgar Wright wanted to do like a sort of standalone thing and not have to deal with all of the uh, tie-ins for Marvel and that was the problem with like a lot of people's problem with uh, Age of Ultron is Joss Whedon didn't want to do a lot of the setup for the other movies but yeah. Marvel like forced him to do a lot of the like the four in the pool with the infinity stones that was like a studio note trying yeah, to force yeah, it in to... rather than yeah but now they're stepping away from that and they're doing more like director oriented stuff and they're but yeah like just let directors direct basically they know more and if fans <laughs> hate it then job. F- yeah and like it's better than having this trying to please fans because you're never going to please fans because fans don't want to know what the fuck they want like no, that's true. they can say they want luke skywalker uh killing a bunch of shit but then a lot of people don't want luke skywalker killing a bunch of shit so you can never please anyone so just try and make a vision that's clear to you and that's all you need to do anyway shall we move on because we've been talking about this for a while yeah go for it um so nbc universal uh, might, might pull all their movies from netflix H- and hbo max to boost the peacock streaming service um which i've yeah. never heard of until right now <laughs> so people peacock's like one of the smallest ones because universal's not got the biggest franchises they've got the fast and the furious uh i think they do uh the mission impossible franchise eh, maybe they've got the universal horror movie like monsters so like all of that um but yeah they've got it's um it's a, it's all right i think their streaming service is piss poor i don't think anyone knows about it although i'm sort of starting to get a bit more worried now by putting things from netflix and hbo max it's sort of seeming like things are getting more kind of um studio based streaming services so netflix only have netflix originals hbo max only have one of other stuff Peacock yeah well the whole Universal. original purpose of netflix was the collective grouping of everyone's project products into yeah but now one. everyone's just pulling out from netflix well yeah as soon as netflix made money everyone was like oh shit there's money to be made in this we can do that and yeah, netflix ran so that everyone else would just you know walk and collectively have a leisurely stroll yeah i was like oh well now everyone's got by streaming services for different lovely things yeah, it's the same problem with like what's happening on pc and steam and shit like steam is the collective new grants and then everyone else like epic and disc like uh, amazon and all that twitch and everything are making like uh, ubisoft and blizzard are all making their own platforms where you put your games on yeah but epic's actually becoming more like steam actually instead of um i know i'm just saying there's a lot of launches that you have to have if you want to play specific games (laughs) so like epic uh, has exclusives steam has exclusives if you want to play an uh, ubisoft game you have to have it on ubisoft account you have to have your blizzard with that is is free (laughs) you have to keep paying for services that's because you're paying a massive amount for the game so true but get I mean, there's a lot more deals on PC. You can just pay for deals. Yeah. Come and pay for it. But Netflix is becoming less and less valuable. Yeah. Uh, for me, at least. I think I'm still holding out for fucking Castlevania Season 4. Uh, it's a good place to watch, like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I watched recently. Well, that, um, that would go on Peacock if it was a 
Universal. Because yeah, that was that's the whole. Uh, it was ABC, I think, or it's one NBC of them, now. and then it yeah NBC, which is Universal. So yeah, that would be moved. But that's the fucking thing I hate about all of these new streaming services. They're not worldwide. No, they're not. Because because the licensing American. deal problem is so fucking massive across the world that they can't release them because they've already got pre-existing deals for licensing movies and shit. Yeah. So you can't like all your shit would go to Sky, and then Sky would have nothing if they pulled all the movies. So they have to keep doing it on Sky, and because the EU is a lot more strict and the Europe uh, UK is more strict on like laws than the US at least oh, for like yeah, pre-existing deals they can't just butt out of them it's why a lot of stuff is slowly coming to Disney Plus because they have to slowly let all the contracts fade out yeah I suppose like um, probably UK Netflix starting to get more valuable because all the American ones are getting pulled off American Netflix it has to stay on the UK one yeah and then they move all of the stuff that was on Netflix America to us because we can't get American streaming services so yeah like, yeah well, so we'll we just we give get it all the stuff anyway just on our Netflix <laughs> yeah like it took fucking forever for the Spider-Verse to come onto the UK Netflix I was like watching it on the American servers yeah but on Sky though yeah but I don't have Sky Dan <laughs> that's your fault <laughs> no because I got BT oh dear because we don't care about Sky. Well, carrying on with like Netflix, uh, Netflix are going to buy out the Knives Out sequels for $450 million. Yep. And I mean, cool. That makes it easier for me to watch the sequels to the Knives Out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I and didn't like, think why? there was going to be sequels. I assume a sequel would just be Daniel Craig and a new mystery. Yeah, it's, it's just Daniel Craig as the detective and then they'll get a bunch of other massive stars. Like the um, bridge over the... Uh, the, the, the Poirot one. The, those Poirot. ones. Yeah. The, I can't remember. Agatha death Christie's. of the Nile. Yeah, the Death of the Nile and the um, other one that was out. Yeah, um, just have one detective and it'd be different stories. Yeah, and it would just be Daniel Craig with his weird southern accent. I don't like that go- accent. I love that accent. I He's just it. having a great old time chewing scenery. And it's great. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> it's Yeah, but it's, the, it's like the dumbest thing because it's meant to be like a hyper-realized world and shit. But I really enjoyed the first one and I hope the second one and the third one are good. I mean, Hopefully it's not like Wonder Woman 84 and just ruins oh his franchise. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we also spoke about this earlier. Uh, this is the most confusing sa- statement in the world. Uh, the New Mutants is finally coming to streaming in April, but not to Disney Plus or Hulu. It's going to HBO Max. It's always HBO Max, the one that's not in the UK. Yeah. Um, so even though Disney technically owns this film, it's going to HBO Max for some reason. Disney don't want it. <laughs> no. <laughs> they want to get rid of it. <laughs> I still enjoyed it. Um, yeah, it's. They just I don't want it on the streaming service. <laughs> They still have fucking uh, Inhumans on their streaming service, even though they tried to bury that. Because if you type in Inhumans, it doesn't come up with other links to other shows. Oh. So, like, <laughs> like normally if you type in, like, a, a, a show that's on there, it will recommend a bunch of other stuff. But if you type in Inhumans, it won't recommend anything else underneath. No one else is watching anything else apart from Inhumans. <laughs> like, like, why are you so The amount of... T- like, you, you type in anything on Disney+, Plus and it will recommend, like, The Mandalorian, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, Division, and all that. Like, the big stuff that it wants you to promote if you're interested. But as soon as you type in Inhumans, which is a Marvel property, none of that stuff comes up they They've don't just like tried the to... inhumans they never wandered out yeah so apparently 
While Disney now owns Fox, the New Mutants is tied up in a previous licensing contracts that were signed before Fox sailed to Disney. Those contracts guaranteed a theatrical re release for the film, which is why it was delayed and delayed and delayed yeah, and delayed. Yeah. Uh, which is why it hit theaters last summer instead of going straight to Hulu or Disney+. Plus. Uh, like many speculated, and now it appears as though the film's pay cable debut is promised to HBO, which is why it will be streaming on HBO Max on April 10th at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, yeah, so previous licensing agreements, all done before Disney built a streaming service and whatnot. But surely that's only in the US. Surely in the UK it's going to be different. Uh, it, I would imagine they wouldn't put it on. They well, might on, put it on. To be honest, probably on Sky. Maybe. But yeah, so if you want to watch The Mutants and you got HBO Max and you're in the U US, there you go. You can now watch it. Yeah. My recommendation is it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you might enjoy it. That's why a 50% chance you enjoy it. I had fun with it. It wasn't as bad as people say it is. It's just a bit clunky. Well. Which is justifiable because it kept getting reshot and moved about and everything. Yeah. Well, I think we talked enough about the movie stuff, considering we talked about the longest we've ever talked about movie stuff. So let's go on to the uh, game news of We've Lost the ah. Controller of the News. Yeah, uh, starting with Sony. Uh, Sony has finally confirmed that the PS3 and PSV and PS Vita digital stores will be closing this summer. Oh, so no. we reported so on it last week that it was just a rumor, but now Sony has officially confirmed about And that has caused some PS Vita developers weren't actually warned that the PS Store would be shutting, and some have closed, uh, canceled projects that were coming up for the PS Vita. <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, I think it's dead now. I like my PS Vita. I still use it from time to time. It's a fun little console. Yeah, but I, I just don't like the games on it. I think the games are very basic. I just use it to uh, uh, PlayStation, whatever it is. The remote the play. Remote play to my Yeah, that's, my yeah, PS4. that's useful. But I can do it on my PC now. So I was like, mm, I could just do it on my yeah. laptop. Same thing. I like just having a little handheld if I'm around. I wish they did it um, so that it would stream like away from your console. Yeah, that would be useful. Didn't... If I could actually do that, like, if I could just go on holiday and stop playing on my PlayStation. That'd be brilliant. Yeah, it would be fun. But uh, yeah, so some developers weren't even told and they basically Lily Mo Games announced that it cancelled a Vita version of its next James uh, next uh, next game because the store will be closed before the game is ready to release. So yeah, it's it's a little blow to some of the developers and stuff that were working on Vita game. And I mean that sucks. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean I don't know anyone who's still playing a PS3 or PSP or. Vita. It's so old now. Yeah, I still think they should keep the store up, though. Because, I mean, yeah, why not? But this is the first time they've closed a the store for it, aren't they, really? But this is the first of the digital stores that they had, because the PS2 and the PS1 weren't online. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But if they Xbox keeping those open. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, Actually, let's go to it now, because backwards compatibility reaches the cloud for Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members. So basically, PS uh, Xbox 360 games you can now play on your phone. Because oh, wow. they're, yeah. So for the Xbox Game Pass thing, like the massive back catalogue of um, games that Xbox owns, select uh, PS, uh, Xbox 360 games are now on Game Pass and they'll be able to link to your phone and you'll be able to play them on your phone and shit. I suppose the advantage so, is Microsoft have massive servers. Yeah, and massive amounts of money to burn on servers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sony don't have that luxury. They have to... Like Sony is partnering with... Sony and Nintendo are partners, partnering with Microsoft to have cloud-based storage. Uh, to, I think like, it was ages else? ago. There's only three you can go with, Microsoft, Google, Amazon. Yeah. And I mean, like the inf the amount of money you'd have to pay to build the infrastructure to make server farms and stuff. It wouldn't work. You have, it's much cheaper for them to get from somewhere else in the first place. But yeah, this is good for people with Game Pass. It now means that if you want to play some select 
Xbox 360 titles? You can on your phone. Yeah, um, I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so I don't know. 16 original Xbox and Xbox 360 games are now available on Android phones and tablets uh, with more games coming soon. Uh, and I think Banjo-Kazooie, Fable 2, Fallout New Vegas, uh, Jetpack Refueled, Viva Piñata, and Viva Piñata, Elder Scrolls 3, Morrowind, so uh, Gears of War 2 and 3, uh, Gears of War Judgment, Perfect Dark, Perfect Dark Zero, Elder Scrolls 4, Oblivion, if you want to play that on your phone. Yeah, some big titles, but more are coming, so hey. Yeah, I mine. mean... <laughs> There you go. Xbox is doing a good job at uh, keeping their library stocked because they don't have any actual original stuff at the moment. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I mean, it does feel like that is the future of gaming. It's just going to be streaming. Yeah. It's just download sizes are too big at this point. It's way too big. And the amount of storage, think about it. Like Each game is like, what? Well, COD's over 100 gig. COD's 250, isn't it? But yeah, but my point is depending on how much you have downloaded yeah. and what version. Whatever it is, it's like My PS5 could have would be taken up by a third if I had COD Exactly. Download. And they can't put much more storage in like those um consoles because it's too much money to put more storage. No, in SSDs are fucking expensive to make. And don't get me like, wrong, they're so much cheaper than they used to be. But I don't know if they can get down much more. No, without increasing the price range to be PC level, and then people wouldn't be like it's not competitive for them to be in the PC market. No, hundred percent like, not. Consoles are meant to be cheap PCs, and they're meant to be like PCs from like years ago. Yeah, and they're meant to be like just. Yeah, just have that kind of limited functionality to work on games and focus on games instead of any kind of productivity or anything like that. And push the graphical capabilities of those because you can work on one platform and then you know it really well and then get the graphics up to a standard. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it works out much better for them to do it that way. Like if, as much as PC people love to say Master Race, without consoles, you would be in a hellscape of like, un like graphically unreachable levels of, uh, like you wouldn't like every developer would try and do Cyberpunk or Crisis, where they make it so insanely detailed and CPU and graphics card heavy that the average person wouldn't be able to play games. Oh no! I mean, I'm struggling to run some games right now, and I can't get a new GPU because. Crypto miners. Yeah. But uh yeah. Uh going from Xbox and PlayStation to Nintendo. Nintendo CEO uh Niantic, who did Pokemon Go, as everyone knows. Uh the CEO has teased teased an updated look at the AR glasses that they're designing. Yeah, so these like the actual glasses they look like? They've only teased it, so it's hard to tell. Yeah, they look so very these are... streamlined. Yeah, they look from the little teaser picture that they uh, have showed off. I imagine this is going to just be a Pokemon Go machine. <laughs> uh, probably would be. Actually, that would make Pokemon Go way more interesting. Well, have you seen the videos of Microsoft's um, HoloLens videos where they show off Pokemon Go on that? Yeah, yeah. And it's this dude standing around with his uh, just waving his arms trying to throw Pokeballs, <laughs> and he looks insane. <laughs> like, anyone who looks at it, you look insane. And I, it's, it's the goofy aspect of... But, uh, <laughs> it's gonna happen AR glasses that confuses the shit out of people but yeah it's the same as watching people go down the street with their earbuds and just talking to themselves yeah I mean I, I'm looking forward to it I like the idea of AR glasses I mean I would get a pair I wouldn't get Niantic oh no definitely not but I'll definitely get a pair of AR glasses when they, they get out and I might them. go with the Google ones the, yeah the uh, North ones what they've bought yeah if they don't cancel it <laughs> you never know <laughs> maybe with, but I 
the VR and AR aspect of the world is getting a lot more crowd, um, div- like stuff, and that's always good to see. Yeah, I mean, um, there's always rumors previously like, would it take off? But I think it, we are seeing it now start, start to take off, and it's looking. Well, like it's the only new innovation thing that's actually interesting, like yeah. AR and VR, because y- you kind of got to a point with graphics that you can't really go much further unless you're going hyper realistic, and that takes a shit ton of GPU and CPU power. Yeah, like, definitely. So until that gets better and you can and it's cheaper like a uh, vr and stuff is like everyone knows it's going to be clunky but you can run lower polygon stuff and it will just be more immersive and people will have more fun playing it yeah i mean if you keep progressing on the vr stuff if you get i don't know micro led lenses as well how about you can have really high definition lenses yeah i've still said this before i think vr will go streaming where it's just this game is streamed to you and the processing's all done in the headset of like the orientation but the streaming is sent like yeah I, I, can, I can see that i don't think vr will ever go competitive i don't think it'll quite ever work like that yeah we'll get to the ready player one future at some <laughs> stage where everyone's in caravan parks because the world's just given up on life and everyone's just doing everything and horrible ceo corporations like amazon will just dictate our lives and then some kid from the bronx or wherever will get an egg they yeah, never know never happen. know yeah, speaking of eggs, CD Projekt Red <laughs> has got more egg on its face. Yes, it does. Because uh, they've basically said that they're going to be working on multiple AAA games at the same time, starting in 2022. Yeah, and... so it's not making new games, it's continuous updates for original games, I imagine. No, it's making new AAA games. Oh, it's not making new ones. Oh, okay, that's going to go... This isn't working on... This is making new AAA games. So this is making new games in their franchises, like, like The Witcher and Cyberpunk. Um, And, I mean, considering they struggled to get one game out <laughs> without it ha- being horribly crushed and How rushed, long did Witcher take? Uh, I don't actually know the Witcher's... I think seven years. God. It can be like another at least seven years before that one comes out. New one comes, Hang on, I will find out whilst... Um, I mean, also CD Projekt Red are going to re- reconsider their multiplayer, so it might be delayed or cancelled as well. Yeah, Uh, so Witcher 2 released in May 2017, and The Witcher 3 released in May 8th, 2015. So there was a four-year release. Like, Did you say Witcher 2 was 2017? 2011. I thought it was 2017. I might have, but I meant 2011. <laughs> I was really I said, I said 17th of May 2011. I've always said 11th of May 2017. <laughs> I might have gotten my my brain mixed up, but yeah, uh, May eighteenth, twenty fifteen was The Witcher three. Oh, it's only four years difference, but I suppose yeah. But the but then um, Cyberpunk was like an eight year development cycle, so yeah. But then I mean... also video games, you could you can still be working on the sequel years before the game act- the first game comes out. So yeah, sequels are easy to work on. Look at um, Spider Man as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the multiplayer um, thing is they're potentially delaying it or just cancelling it because they need to fix the actual game. <laughs> so, I didn't um, even realise it was going to get a multiplayer no, an, I knew, uh, element. I knew, I knew that. Um, I'm so sick of single player games getting a multiplayer thing tacked on. Like, The Last of Us uh, 2 was like, hev- like a load of people got upset that they weren't doing a multiplayer aspect to it. And why? I was just like, why do you, why do you want game. a multiplayer thing? Yeah, like the first one has a multiplayer thing on it. It's fine. But it's like tacked on. Uncharted has a multiplayer thing tacked on to it. And I'm just like, I get that you want to keep the game like in the public element so that people continuously play it and whatnot. But it's not necessary. Like make it a separate thing if you're going to do it. Make it an actual like 
fully fledged thing that people can play separately. Yeah, don't tack it like onto Warzone the end. or something like that. Like it's a separate game mode. Right? Yeah, speaking. not like make uncharted. Like don't make me have to boot up the Uncharted if I want to play the multiplayer. Just make it so that I can play the multiplayer. Like a uh, Tomb Raider has a multiplayer thing. I'm just sick of games having multiplayer things for single player games. It makes because that's just resources that could be spent on the mo- uh, single player element. Exactly, which is the whole point in the game. Yeah, I'm just tired of it. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it, I get it. Um, Final bits of news. Uh, Bungie has said its secret world in parallel with Destiny will arrive uh, in 2025. Yeah, so it's kind of big news what they... I mean, of course, it's uh, take a pinch of salt. Things move a lot in the... um. Especially with COVID, everything gets delayed. Like, yeah. So this is their new project, isn't it? Yeah, so they have another world that's... I said in simulation, simulation in simultaneous with the Destiny world, so it's going to exist in the same world, but they're not saying it is Destiny. Why is it just a big picture? Of I don't a know. Man's it's broken. Face. Okay. <laughs> the link's broken, but it's just a big old picture of a man's face, very zoomed in on my end, at least. Um, maybe this was an April Fool's Day joke. <laughs> Um, uh, maybe, but I don't think it, no, I don't think it but was. But no, uh, I mean, I like Bungie. They've done a lot of good stuff. Never played Halo, but I love Destiny, the franchise. So anything they do, I'm kind of interested in. Uh, and I know that they've been working on a separate project because they got a bunch of money from a, I think, Chinese uh, studio to pump money into it to yeah. make a new game. And I mean, why not? Um, so over the next three years it's gonna be the witch queen lightfall an unnamed expansion and then in 2025 it's gonna be a new ip launch oh update on destiny i have gone back to play it and i have enjoyed it yeah i've played a little bit recently i enjoyed it too so i don't no longer hate it as much as i did when the uh beyond light expansion came out i've actually sort of enjoyed the last couple times i've played it uh still iffy on it but ps5 update made it hell of a lot faster and loaded times are like drop dead in like almost instantaneously at this point yeah um so it's getting it's getting there i'm slowly slowly getting my love back for it and then as soon as the next update drops they'll probably ruin it all again also i think we missed this news um a few months having a month ago but uh, the witch queen expansion has been delayed to next year Yes, I think I saw that, but I don't really want to mention it because I just everything gets delayed because COVID's yeah, really like, oh. screwed. I was looking forward to that as well. So it's gonna be the first year for there to be no new Destiny content or no new expansion. Yeah, I mean, some people would say that most of the content that they've done is not really there in terms of like adding. Some well, maybe of it's, just... it's always a good thing, I think, for things to be delayed. Maybe it's... yeah, this the... it might actually it be makes it worth bit... it this time. Yeah, if they make it like a, a Forsaken or a uh, taken king expansion where it's like massive and actually adds a lot of stuff i feel like it Rather. will be taken king size expansion because it is technically a sequel to taken king this one. Oh, i hope it's i hope i love the taken king the taken king is the best That's i love rise, cool. of, the rise of iron <laughs> yeah. um yeah from one destiny game to a destiny like game outriders devs promises to permanently brand characters with hud watermark to expose their cheating ways so if you're thinking of cheating in Outriders, uh, your Don't. HUD will be permanently watermarked with, like, Cheetah or something. That'd be so funny to watch. But, ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> it's just and I screen. think it's also a uh, thing that shows other ca- uh, other players in the game that you've been cheating. So if you're, like, on the online multiplayer aspect, your HUD will, your character will basically have Cheetah written across their face or something. So oh. other players will be able to know if they're cheating. And, I mean, that's great. I love it when per- cheaters are, like, fucking called out for it uh and this is just a way that makes it a lot of less fun for cheaters to actually benefit from 
Yeah, I mean, I fucking hate cheating. Cheating is so dumb in a game. Why do you? Why do you feel the need to? Because you're that ruins bad. The game. Yeah, you're just bad at a game, so you want to fucking ruin everyone else's fun. And you ruin your. Like, own. What do you How get from it? <laughs> Yeah, it's not fun to just... Like, in a single-player game where you have mods and stuff to make, like, cheat codes and shit, where it's not affecting other people's fun, that's fine. I don't care if you mod a game to make it less boring or something. Like, playing GTA with mods is fun. Oh, that's so much fun. But GTA Online with mods and people fucking cheating and that, not fun. It's fucking annoying. Anything competitive... Uh, cheating is just stupid. Not even competitive. It's just like casual shit. If someone cheating is fucking annoying. Yeah. Like having wall hacks or uh, aim bots and all that. That's it's competitive, just... but no, like just in normal, like single casual player. I know those are meant to be for like aim, like hardcore players. But yeah, yeah. Even in even in a casual game, because like you can do ranked and stuff if you want to be like competitive. I'm just talking in like casual games where people. I, have, I just like, wall I, I meant like any competitive like you're competing against somebody in anything yeah yeah rather yeah. than like hardcore competitive just like any kind of competing situation yeah anything where you're against someone else yeah it's just it's so pointless and anyone who does it is a fucking wanker <laughs> so british <laughs> well we are don't do that again what the winky clicking yeah that's, that's weird don't do it again okay okay let's go on to tech time our tech news of the week let's start off with youtube is testing the removal of the dislike button uh numbers it will still have the dislike button but you won't be able to see the actual number displayed underneath the dislike and a lot of people were very against this it's probably just so they don't have like massive dislikes youtube YouTube rewinds (laughs) but um a lot of people have pointed out that all this does is make uh scam channels where if people go can we get a hundred likes on this video or like a thousand likes on this video and we'll give away a fucking honda or something like that like those scam channels that just try and get likes on their thing for engagement but don't actually ever give away the thing that they say they will yeah like the dislike and like ratio is determining whether or not it's a good thing to watch or not taking away the dislike the positives and negatives are like uh, trolls as well they just dislike it for no reason yeah but you don't think that youtube could just have a system in place where if a video is watched for like two seconds and then immediately disliked they could just scrub that from their things oh yeah i think that should be done same with likes as well there's there's a much better system than just removing the dislike option like number i mean they're only testing it so you know yeah, but you c- also the thing is, people will st- uh, the actual creators who make the video will still be able to see the dislikes. So it's not for a mental health thing because if you're uh, well, maybe it's like worried stop about- dislike bombs. Yeah, but this it, it it all it will yeah, but there's better ways to do that. Like I said, if you just had a system where if the video is like a load of people at the same time are watching like two seconds, like have it just so that the dislike button is unlocked or the like and dislike button are lock- unlocked are like halfway through the video. Yeah, I could do that, I suppose. Like there's better ways of doing it, and I'm sure YouTube has the resources to make it an actual better system. This is just like. Oh, we don't like b- negative numbers. Fuck. Like, it also just makes it harder for people to determine whether or not a video is worth their time. Yeah, it's true, actually. Because you look at... Uh, I don't look at the dislike-to-like ratio, to be honest. But I know people do, because a lot more people have a lot less free time. So if they see this video is really negatively reviewed, no. and they'll go, it's not really worth my time to watch it. Like, it's not fun. Like, Jake Paul, Logan Paul videos, dislike-to-like ratio is probably very high. So YouTube rewind. I, I, yep, YouTube rewind. Like those 
are understandable, but they're also a good indication of if it's shit. That's true. Because <laughs> YouTube Rewind, like all the earlier re YouTube Rewinds are actually good. And then the later ones are just shit. So it's a drop in quality. So people were disliking it. Yeah, yeah. It's a general reason behind it. Yeah. But no, nah, this is a, I don't think a lot of people who actually are on the YouTube space like this idea because it doesn't solve anything. It just makes it more difficult for people to determine whether or not a video is good. Yeah, yeah, true. Well, but yeah. let's go on to uh, Microsoft's HoloLens military contract is now worth 22 billion US dollars. Yep. So they've already made money. Um, but yeah, they just basically are selling it to the military. Yeah. What a surprise. You got now VR capable drones. Yeah. AR hollow and ends as AR death. Oh AR, sorry. My bad. Yeah. You're not in a virtual world, you're in a real Does world. Does that mean it's gonna be like Call of Duty now? Oh yeah, it'll be people <laughs> running around. It'll be that um it would just be a scene where people run around like with headsets on just shoot pretending to shoot, but there'll be a robot in the middle middle of a desert just shooting down terrorists. <laughs> Imagine if I guess hacked this at the, uh, in a fight, and I guess hacked, and they just see massive terminators pop up everywhere. Or they're cheating and using wall hacks, <laughs> <laughs> so they get they get cheetahs scrolled across their display. It'd be great to see it being being used like um, paintball or like laser quest centers as well. It would be interesting. I want to see a world where like AR would be fun because you could do like um, a load of fun things with AR, like pop up. Oh yeah, I love it. Like this AR technology stuff. It is fascinating me. I just wish the um, it got it gets there faster. I, I think it, it will get my... there. It definitely seems like it will. Well, we've got Niantic's Google, uh, not Google, Pokemon Go. Yeah, I mean, uh, it just makes sense. Everything's getting a bit more immersive now. Like, you'll be able to see your phone on your glasses or something. No, I, I don't know about having Instagram in your face all the time. No, I imagine it'd be limited. But like, it, it will start off like the same way normal phones do. It'll just be cool messages or texts. Yeah, it will get it will get more and more, and then as Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all social well, you media don't get aspects on a watch. consume your life, and everyone <laughs> is live streaming this. It'd be similar to a watch. Like the, the features on a watch instead of um, it's not the health benefits of a watch, but maybe like kind of if you're playing golf or something, it will show you how far it's yeah, this... hole. Or... Yeah, but the difference between a watch is you have a limited real estate. With AR, you can progress it across a multiple. Yeah, uh, like, true, but side. I, I don't think it will be used for Instagram and that. Well, after, not at first industry. anyway. It we'll see, we'll see. Um, but yeah, moving on to dystopian future-like technology. Uh, Boston Dynamics has released another robot. Oh, of course they have. Uh, this time called Stretch, and it's basically going to replace Amazon workers picking up parcels. Yeah. <laughs> bye bye. More jobs. So basically, on. so basically, this is just a big old arm with suction cups on it, uh, and it's like a 360-degree rotating arm that has wheels and can move around and pick up heavy items and has little suction cups on it so it just picks it up drops it um and they've just been showing it off doing uh unloading and loading of uh boxes and stuff like that so putting them on uh conveyor belts and stuff like that and yeah so say goodbye to amazon workers i really wouldn't be surprised if amazon buy all these up i wouldn't be either this is this is just going to be like Amazon's already got bad PRs and they don't want to have their workforce because they're complaining. Well, we'll threaten you with this stretchy robot that can put put you to shame. Yeah, like, you can't <laughs> you can't pick a hundred fucking Amazon parcels in a minute. Well, this bot will do money it. it will save. How much money does Amazon spend an hour? Not a lot. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they could be spending more. 
No, but I mean, think, uh, about it. think about all the workers they have. Yeah, they'll be spending millions, but or billions, but Surely considering the value lot, of it. Like, might, think about like you know the amount of money you could save by having robots. Not yeah, like it's it, like it um, get rid of taxis and having driverless cars. The the industries that can be automated will be automated as soon as they realize that they can, and then it will just be the dystopian future where high executive billionaires, trillionaires will have all the say over our countries and values and what we buy and purchase. Yeah, I know. It's going to be fun. Oh, it'll be weird, won't it? I mean, luckily my job at the moment is creating these robots, so... You're part of the problem. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not technically creating robots, but I can create robots if it was needed to. My job could probably be replaced by a robot, and hopefully it won't be. <laughs> hopefully. You never... <laughs> you can always hope. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, on lighter news, Razer is actually making their concept of GB mask. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. So we, we've talked about this previously in a couple episodes ago, uh, and that you'll now be able to purchase it at some point in the near future. Yeah, I mean... And I might go and get one. <laughs> depends how much it is. Because to be fair, you'll need one of them. I know you have filters and stuff. It is, it is a bit yeah. better. Probably a bit safer I reckon it'll be around well. 100, 150. Maybe. Or might be 200. Razer is very expensive. That's true. And it also has got the UV cleaning box. And it's got RGB lights. And RGB lights. <laughs> That's the stupidest thing. If it wasn't for the RGB lights, it'd be cool. I hope you could turn those off because oh, yeah, if they're you are, permanently you will be able to. It'd be customizable with the phone. Yeah. Well, hopefully. You would have thought. Imagine anyway. if they did. Imagine if they didn't have an off button and all you could do was just change the light settings. <laughs> There's no way of turning them off. You go into a. You're trying to go into a store and like a supermarket, and you just got lights flashing in people's face. Imagine it's the future now. Like you always wear masks wherever you go. I mean, it's the better option. Places are disgusting. That is true. Like, like China know. is always wearing a mask. That's why China was so quick to get rid of it. Because everyone, like, their smog, uh, smoke, uh, smog? Smog. Smog? Yeah. yeah. It's, like, heavy in all their, dust, like, inner cities and stuff. Like, all their big, like, they've got massive amounts of um, pollution foaming around their cities. So everyone wears a mask just to keep shit out of their face anyway, so... Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, it'd be crazy. Think about it. Like, everyone has these, uh, maybe not disposable masks, but these um, respirator masks. Yeah, well, we're fucking our planet up, so we might need them. <laughs> that's true. We might need to breathe. But yeah, that's that's the end of the tech. That's the end of the tech. And let's go on to the weird, wacky, wonderful world. Yeah, uh, starting with a bit more of a dystopian future. Speaking of um, CO2 emissions and shit like that. Uh, Volkswagen is sorry for their April Fool's Day prank. Uh, Volkswagen with a L-T, V-O-L-T-S-W-A-G-A-E-E, -A -A, uh, PR stunt, which saw the company basically say, we're going to change our name to Volkswagen ah, uh, because we're going to heavily invest in electric cars. And then it was an April, day, uh, April Fool's Day prank. So they were like, we're not going to invest in the electric car future. But they are. <laughs> but they're not. It was a very confusing and unnecessary joke, and they should probably just name their... But it was kind of like um, the company said that it planned to change its name to Volkswagen uh, and then basically and said we'd be putting a lot of money into the drive, uh, electric car industry because why not? But this is coming from the company that cheated world emissions testing regimes costing more than 30 billion uh, uh, in like so not everyone has a lot of faith in volkswagen's actual co2 emission calculations anyway no, no they don't so it was an ill-timed poor like pr stunt and a lot of people are like pissed because they were like we're investing but we're not investing but we are investing and it was very unclear and well they it have just to seemed... invest in it it's the only cars are going to come out 
in the future. Yeah, but they they were kind of like we're not going to do it as fast as some of the other ones and stuff like that. It was just a it was just a mess of like discussion basically around what it was and it's like yeah we're, we're we're just joking about being eco-friendly we don't care that much we're gonna continue but we are being eco-friendly it's just that kind of weird sort of hey look being eco-friendly sucks <laughs> we're doing we're gonna joke about it on april fool's day yeah i was really stupid i don't know why they did that especially with their reputation of being a horribly co2 fucking like their diesel car co2 emissions were like a couple years ago that scandal that was just bad look for them to joke about being eco-friendly when they were already lying about being eco-friendly well I talked about energy selling the hedgehog's new energy drink tastes like chili dogs yeah so everyone knows of g fuel the powdered energy drink company uh this is an actual real thing this isn't an april fool's day joke even though it was released on april fool's day yeah <laughs> But the thing is, it's got Sanic rather than Sonic. Probably because so, um reasons. <laughs> it's well, it's the meme. Everyone loves the meme Sanic. But yeah, this is an actual G Fuel product that tastes like chili dogs. Um, and I mean, if you want to buy it, go for it. It sounds and, awful. Yeah, but this is officially licensed between Sega and G Fuel. Yeah. They released it on April Fool's Day because they wanted to test the waters, but they actually have said that they're gonna do it. Wow. Um, yeah. That, that basically the statement was we're thrilled to work with Sega again on our second and yes very real Sonic the Hedgehog inspired crossover flavor G Fuel founder and CEO Cliff Morgan said in a statement if you're waiting for us to yell April Fools don't hold your breath G Fuel Sanic Chili Dogs is the real deal uh, the G Fuel waiting list for the Sanic's Chili Dogs energy bundle will close on April 2nd at 3pm so it's already been closed so yeah this is a real thing uh, I don't know why <laughs> But hey, Sonic is getting more coverage, so why not? Yeah, well, fair enough. And to continue on with uh, the April Fool's Day stuff, uh, Minecraft got involved and pretended to re release a new Minecraft, um, and it's just a screensaver. <laughs> and they've oh. got a website, and it will uh, basically run a, a random a random screensaver every time you click on the link. And they cool. had like a trailer for it, and it was like really kind of like, oh, look at this epic thing, and there's just going to be a screensaver at the end. I'm watching it now. Um... It seems okay. <laughs> yeah, it's generally just screensaver. That's all it is. And you can download it for Windows as well. Sick. You can download the screensaver. Yeah, you can download. And if you actually open up the file, it says, "Oh yeah, it's a screensaver." Because hmm. that's the file it is. You can actually run it. Well, that was a good prank. Yeah, I just thought it was weird. Minecraft released a screensaver. You can download. Nice. So everyone, head over to uh, plus.minecraft.net. I will do that right now. Excellent. Uh, and just to finalise it, um, I also got Rick Rolled this week because someone sent a video titled Discord announcing their partnership with Microsoft and it by done by the channel Discord. Ah. Oh, and it claimed to be channel Discord and I was like, oh my God, it's real. And then it's just a Rick Roll. And then their account got suspended because it wasn't a real Discord. Hell yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've ever fallen for a Rick Roll yet. Well, I fell for it. I thought it was real. <laughs> it looked like it. Dan, Dan, Dan. It wasn't even April Fools. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a great way for them to announce if they were going to buy Discord. Would just be to do it on April Fools. Everyone would think it's a joke and then it would be just like the reality sets in. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> but no. Uh, yeah, you, you got fucked over. Yeah. I was like, oh, for goodness sake. Anyway. <laughs> that's the episode for this week. Uh, check out our last TBO on uh, ranking our favorite DCEU movies. Yes. Spoiler. It's Suicide Squad. 
the best one of all Ooh. time. Oof, yes. And uh, yeah, check out to find out our, our thoughts, feelings, emotions in every film. Yeah, um, and uh, hopefully the uh, YouTube channel will be fixed going forward. Yes. I, I, have, I have fixed the problem of it not uploading the correct ones. And check out our YouTube channel for the uh, Falcon Winter Soldier review series that we are releasing on episode by week to week basis. Yep, 10 minute reviews, just quick catch ups of what we thought of the episode. And then our actual final one will be once all the episodes are out. Yes. Cool. We'll see you on Friday. Bye.